0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Mixed Feelings with Kira Bria. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to announce a couple of our sponsors. Just kidding, we don't have sponsors. Aha. Uh-huh. Um hello. How are you guys? I have had quite the week. Um honestly, it's been, you know, pretty pretty shitty, but like that happens, whatever. Wow, what a great start to the episode, Kira, good job. <laughs> I rain At this point in time I'm not here to uplift you I'm just here to talk And maybe tell you the truth about a couple things The presidential debate is happening right now I am actively choosing not to watch Because I only have a few brain cells left And I need to save them for a rainy day um, If you're watching right now uh, Good job, congratulations for sitting through that I couldn't do it i also live in canada now so i'm just i just need i just need a break i lived in the u.s for the past four years like i need i need some time off anyways if you didn't see which i'm sure you did ice is forcibly sterilizing women i don't know about you but for a country that seems to present itself as Pretty pro-life. That seems very anti-life to me. I don't know about you. But ripping wombs out of women seems pretty anti-life. Like, the jig is up. Um You don't actually care about... <laughs> babies being born you just want to control women and like we have been knew that but wow that is some disgusting thing and what that made me think of is this whole underlying narrative of eugenics that the u.s has actually had for pretty much ever but nobody seems to really talk about a lot of the time um if you don't know what eugenics is It's basically like trying to control a population by, you know, whether it be making women sterile or honestly, let me read the direct definition because, you know. Eugenics is the practice or advocacy of improving the human species by selectively mating people with specific desirable hereditary traits. It aims to reduce human suffering by quote-unquote, breeding out disease, disabilities, and so-called undesirable characteristics from the human population. Um, Yeah. So not great, not good, not grand. But what you may not know is that, believe it or not, Margaret Sanger, if that's how you say her name, the founder of Planned Parenthood was a eugenicist, and she believed in eugenics, (laughs) And that is part of the reason why she started Planned (laughs) Parenthood, was to, well, specifically control and monitor the black population. And nobody knows that, which I think is interesting. Maybe not, let me not say nobody, but most people don't know that. I mean, I don't know. Raise your hand if you knew that. I don't see any hands up, mostly because I'm in my room by myself. Anyway, it's interesting, it's interesting what history covers up, and You know, to be fair, like, I, from what I can tell, Planned Parenthood seems cool now. Like, seems like they do good things. They do good work. And I don't think the entire institution is toxic or damaged because the founder was a eugenicist. And I think a lot of good things, you know, came out of Planned Parenthood. And I don't support the defunding of Planned Parenthood. I think that's stupid. Um, You know, women deserve the right to decide what to do with their own body. I just I just think it's interesting that we've chosen to cover up the fact that the founder of Planned Parenthood wanted to make it so that black women couldn't have babies. And again, I don't, I really, and I even was doing some research. People are pretty unclear about exactly what she did, but they just know that she spoke at eugenics rallies and shit like that. And she was racist. Um, and some of the things she said. And uh, anyways, there's different, there's different debates and whatever ideas about how exactly she went about doing whatever. But I mean, I just think people should know that maybe sh- she <laughs> didn't have the best intentions and that she believed in eugenics. She started Planned Parenthood and she believed in eugenics. That's a big deal, <laughs> and nobody knows that. But, um. And I think people don't really know just the history of eugenics in the U.S. Like, just so many. And and it happened at different times with different marginalized people of color. Like, I just remember my first year of university, I took a women and gender studies class. And it really did change my life. And I was honestly, I was like a little baby at that time. And I was so afraid to even raise my hand to speak or say my opinion in that room. But looking back on it now, I kind of wish I could take it again now because I feel like I have more of a voice now but such is life. But um yeah, I remember she was drawing a timeline between the like evolution of birth control and eugenics in the United States and the way it lined up was nuts. Like she 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 was like this year um the US government comes onto a ship Full of Japanese people and sterilizes all the women without their consent. She's like the first plan and this year the first planned parenthood opens in the US. Or like just it was just like crazy the way it lined up. But yeah, eugenics is not new. And ICE sterilizing women without their consent. That is the craziest thing. Like that is to rip a womb out of a woman. There's a special place in hell. There's a special place in hell for people who rip women of their reproductive abilities. Like, uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Disgusting. Demons. Anyway. (sighs) Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, and so did my hope for America. Um, Well, honestly, my hope for America has been dead for quite some time. Um, and it was just funny seeing the tweets on Twitter, like, if the entire fate of women's rights in the U.S. rested upon a sick old woman, then maybe we're not (laughs) in the best state. (laughs) And maybe our country needs a new system, which is, like, facts. Um, and they're probably going to replace her right away with somebody super pro-life, super racist, super... Anti-everything I believe in Um, so that's Really, really great And the the weird, what I don't really get And I know that it's, it's not gonna Make sense because the way government works Doesn't make sense, but like The fact that it's a lifetime Position That makes no sense To me because if a president Elects Someone to be In a position for the rest of their life. That makes no sense. Because that that president. Is going to be out in however many years. If not four then eight. But they get to. Basically. Influence law for the rest of whoever they appointed's life. Like that is bullshit. Bullshit to the freaking core. But I mean. I can't do anything about that. Um, I wish I had some good news. Like, it's one of those things, I just wish I had something good to say. I wish I had anything hopeful. I'm not hopeful about any of that. And honestly, the the debate is happening right now. I'm not even hopeful that the right person will win. And if Trump wins again, like, oh my... Start over. Start the whole thing over. Start it from the top. Run it from the top. Run it back from the top. We made too many mistakes. Run it from the top. And, you know, obviously... I can tell you to vote. I can't vote. I'm Canadian. And I can tell you to vote. But everybody in the world's probably been telling you to vote. And, I mean, I'm sure... I really do feel that there would be... Well, here's the thing. I think there would be a bigger voter turnout this year if it weren't for a freaking pandemic and it needing to be mostly mail-in. And those instructions are really confusing because I, I, I I was on a work meeting... And my boss was trying to find out when you needed to have your mail-in vote in by. And she is, like, a very well-educated woman, very smart. And she was, like, trying to find the website, and it was confusing, and it was hard. And then when she went on the website, she read it to me, and it was super incoherent and super just, like, verbose, And it's almost like they are intentionally writing to confuse you. And, like, I'm also an educated person. Like, I should be able to understand a government website, a government document, government instructions. I should be able to understand those. If I can't understand them, and I've been through post-secondary education. And if my boss can't understand... My boss is literally a rocket scientist. Her second job, she's a freaking rocket scientist. If she cannot understand, if she is having a hard time finding out when to vote and how to vote, America's doomed. Doomed. Literally doomed. Like, lit, I, especially, I, I just did a road trip across America. I flew to Los Angeles with my mother. We drove cross-country through mostly middle America a lot of the midwest i'd never really been there before anyways we went through the midwest and no Tino shade to the midwest but certain parts of it scared the living hell out of me um just because it's like it's like all the stuff you see in movies but in real life and you're like oh this isn't a joke like people here really like first of all like when there's people not wearing masks doing things or like even when they have their masks like not covering their nose i'm like okay we're in an uneducated area that's just my initial thought is we're in an uneducated area because these people are not wearing masks and they don't seem to understand what's going on in the world which to me one plus one equals two you're uneducated and like we were driving past place i remember i really really had to pee And we had to exit and we also wanted to get some food and I was like on Yelp and I was like, oh, this place has five stars and like a couple good ratings. And then we go to it and it's like, oh my God, I wish I could paint the picture for you. Just like looks, it's in the middle of nowhere, like literally tumbleweed floating across the road. There is a single pump gas station beside it. This place is run down and then across the street, there's people walking into this different restaurant without masks, like going inside without masks. Nobody seems to give a singular fuck. There is a school there, this tiny, tiny little school. And I, I was like, are, are they like actually legally allowed to educate people here? Because that's scary, Like, if people are getting their education here, I'm scared. It became very clear, especially because we drove through Utah. Utah is, like, rich racist people. And then some of the other places we were in in the Midwest, it was very clear these are poor racist people. Poor, uneducated people. But there were places selling Trump hats all over that place. And uh, whether it be the rich white people in Utah or the broke white people in wherever, like these people support Trump, these people love guns, these people hate black people, and they're gonna vote because they are American to the core and they take voting very seriously. And I think that's something interesting is that, like, you know, the problem is like the Trump supporters, they take voting very seriously. Some people who are liberals, or, like, you know, the system has failed me. Why would I vote? La-di-da. And ugh, some of those people are black people and some of those people are people of color. Which, those are the people we need to be voting. <sighs> so it's pretty sad that it works out like that. But, and there are so many, like, bumper stickers saying, like, I'm a lot... Smile! Your mother chose to keep you. Like, just, like interestingly put pro-life propaganda just on people's cars on posters and just like everywhere oh my gosh jesus saves and you know go off if jesus save you go off but the it's the it's the pro-life stuff and the the trump stuff that you know really got me and i'm scared that children are being educated in those those towns but anyway and then i've also been seeing on Twitter a lot of people of color and they're usually actually not black but then like referencing black people as if like we're all you know we're all in this together or whatever um, and they're saying things like I hate when white people come on here saying that everybody needs to vote like us people of color have been done dirty and the system has failed us so why would we continue to support the system um don't come on here and tell black people what an asian people a, asian person would say this <laughs> or a latino person would say this don't come on here and tell black people what to do like blah 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 blah, blah. don't speak for black people that's not any better <laughs> um that's what we're not gonna do is speak for a race that we're not but um I completely disagree with that entire sentiment because like yes the system has failed us but when something like okay so it failed you what are you going to do you're going to you're going to give up and not vote and pretend that that's not going to affect you because it's going to affect you either way and not voting is a vote for Trump so instead of voting you're going to Not do anything but give your vote to Trump, basically. Lack of action is not going to get you anywhere. And it's also, I think, I don't know if it comes from this interesting sentiment of like, if we can't, like, okay, at the end of the day, you can't escape government. You can't escape politics. Especially as a black person or a person of color. What makes you think you can escape politics? We have targets on our backs who made you think you can escape you can't you can't you cannot escape politics and you cannot escape government so why not use your voice to try and make it a little bit better and the thing is even and then people have the argument well Biden's not going to do anything Biden's not going to change anything maybe so but you know you know the reverse you know what Trump's going to do and you know that it's as bad as it gets so At the very least, pick the lesser of two evils. I think it's obvious. You don't even have to confront your racism or internalize sexism this time. It's two white men. Pick the less bad one. I don't really think... I don't see why it's that hard. Americans will really delude themselves any which way to try and do the most nonsensical thing. You guys are getting pretty creative. But, like, the thing is, if you don't vote and Trump wins, like, you're going to (laughs) complain. You're going to be like, Trump does this, Trump does this. I don't want to hear it if you didn't vote. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I don't want to hear about the system has failed you when you're only or one of the only ways that you can help change the system. You gave up. You gave it up to Trump. So don't freaking complain. And don't talk about the system, this, the system. Do you understand? The system didn't want you to vote. The system didn't want black people to vote. The system didn't want women to vote. And women and black people had to fight to get the vote. And it is so disrespectful for people to pretend that not voting is like a cool, hip, progressive thing to do. Like, fuck the system. You can say fuck the system. The system is all around you. The system is in your oxygen. And that's the other thing that I actually don't like at all. And I know that when white people do this, like, they mean it well. They mean well to say, like, you know, this isn't a political issue when they're, they're talking about black people or they're talking about BLM or whatever. They're talking they're saying BLM isn't a political issue. It's a human rights issue. And I find that to be very ignorant and simplistic because let's, let's take a look at government for a second. Let's take a look about, at how government functions. Government is a system of power that uses the citizens as a pawn in their game. It's always been like that. There's never been a time when it hasn't been like that. Politics has always been that. Politics has always been using people's beliefs against them or using people's hatred of other people against them or using people's hatred of women against them using people's religion against other people finding ways to use people as pawns in the game that's what politics is what do you think politics is people act like politics is neutral innately and i'm like no politics was meant to do this this is super political this is all it is this is all it is using your power over other people is all politics is. And it's all it ever was. I don't know who we're kidding when we're saying BLM isn't political. Well, if the president of the United States sees black people riding and calls them thugs, that tells me that that party is racist and doesn't respect my existence or my right to live. So saying that I deserve to live is pretty fucking political then, isn't it? You have to, we have to be real. Why, I just, it really baffles me at this point in time, after all the shit we've been through in 2020, we're still not being real with ourselves. We're pretending that things aren't political. And we're pretending we can escape politics. Honey, no. <laughs> Honey, if there's anything we've learned, <laughs> come on. We need to wake up a little bit. What's, what's so funny is that I feel that most of the people that listen to my stuff or watch my stuff, like you guys get it I'm pretty sure because some a lot of you guys are my friends or people I know and we're a a rather woke quote unquote woke group of people and like what i'm saying is for the most part like y'all aren't really the ones that need to hear this and you guys already have thought these things but you know you know how algorithms work and you see what you want to see and you tend to get the content that you're going to agree with. So the people who really need to hear this are are probably not going to hear this unless you send it to them. Like maybe you have some racist family family members or something that you would like to share this with. That would be nice. But yeah, I I personally would like people to stop saying that things aren't political because I I really I really personally believe that like everything is political. And if you think that something isn't political, I think you don't really understand politics. <laughs> And I know you you guys are probably like, well, what do you know about politics? I actually come from a very political family. Um my grandfather was in politics. He was the I always get this mixed up of which is more important, MPP or MP. There's um member of parliament and member of provincial parliament and he was a member of um NDP New Democratic Party, which is the the like very progressive liberal party in Canada not the liberal party but um if I'm speaking to Americans oh I didn't really want to get into a a government lesson because I'm, I'm really not the best person to do that but um there's I know you guys in America you only have liberal and conservative but in Canada there's there's more stages along the spectrum and liberals are actually more in the middle here which is why they um You know they're in power right now and a lot of times my high school teacher was explaining this to me she was saying a lot of the reason why liberals are in power is because they don't think that ndp will win like people who are super left won't they won't think that the left or the more left party will win actually green is like even more to the does green party even exist i haven't lived in canada for a while um they weren't doing so well when i left they (laughs) we all voted for them in grade five in our fake election we're like go environment anyways so the green party is like super left. And then there's NDP, which is like the more substantial, like actually has the possibility of winning party. Um, and then liberals are kinda sort of in the middle-ish. They're like kinda conservative, kinda liberal, progressive, you know. Um, and then you have conservatives on the right. But um, yeah, my grandfather was a member of NDP. Other members of my family are like poli sci professors and studied political science, whatever. So it's kind of interesting how politics has sort of already always been around me and I've kind of always just seen just like every everything is political, man. Whether you're fighting for one side or the other, like, there is no neutral. You know what I mean? But I also get why people say, like, it's not a political issue, it's a human rights issue because they're trying to convince their, like, more racist uncles and whatever to see BLM as, like, a good thing. And I know that that's a tactic to try and get into their, their heads or whatever. But it's just funny, because when you say it's not a human rights issue, but then one party actively tries to suppress human rights and the other, you know, tries to advocate for them, then it's kind of, it's pretty political. (laughs) But, um, that would need to be, it's one of those things, and you see it, you see it on Twitter, you see it on Instagram, you see the the thing now, like, different, different videos of people saying this, and different texts and whatever, of just saying that, you know, government only works if people have a conscience. Like, this, this, or, this kind of tactic only works if the government has a conscience, and they don't. And this kind of thing only works if the government cares about human beings, which they don't. (laughs) But I get it, though. Your heart's in the right place. Honestly, that's all I have to say this week. I just kind of wanted to check in, talk about some things by myself. Um, I hope you enjoy listening to me ramble as much as I enjoy rambling. (laughs) Please subscribe, you know, like this episode, give it five stars, share a comment, share this episode with other people you think might enjoy it, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.